Hello everyone, welcome to our podcast, The Little Women. We are three best friends who wanted to create a platform to communicate with an audience similar to our age, teenagers. We discuss relevant topics from significant movements to simple teenage issues that feel like the end of the world. Be on the lookout for our special guest episodes to hear about all the different kinds of people who have taken their time to not only educate us, but also you guys, giving an endearing insight into their lives. Hello everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Little Women podcast. Today we decided to give you guys a quick catch up, just an insight into our lives. It's September month, so we've all been doing new bits and bobs. <laughs> Anna in particular has just started uni and we thought it'd be interesting for you guys to just hear what we've been up to, at least this past week. And then as we get deeper into the episode, we'll be talking about our favourite films, TV shows, and that might be good for you school students who just need a break, need to sit down, <laughs> you just need to watch something. So we'll give you what we like to watch. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like our, if you listen to our Desert Island Discs episode, it's kind of like that, but with our favourite movies and TV shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how you guys been doing? You all right? I've literally just been working the past three weeks and playing football. That's it. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah got to get, gotta get that dough. Got to get that dough. Get that bag. <laughs> Bake. <laughs> Jaylan, what about you? So I've just been doing more YouTube videos for my YouTube channel. Hit me mm. up, guys, if you're interested. <laughs> and um, as well as that, I've just been kind of like spending this month just moving my friends into uni and just kind of saying goodbye to everyone because I'm not going to be going to university this year. I'm just going to be doing online acting courses. I know it sucks online because of the bleep word. <laughs> The bleep word. I bad bleep. Uh, Edison Bruce. Edison Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> and she got away. Um, but yeah, but because of that, everything I have to do is now online. I did like an acting course in August and decided that I was going to take a break in September just so I can like move people into their unis, like say goodbye, have goodbye sessions, you know, all the priorities. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this, so yeah, this month I've just been saying goodbye to all my friends and I've just been doing my YouTube channel, just planning what I want to do for this next year, which is technically my gap year, but I'm intending on doing courses and stuff throughout. And your girl has been handing out CVs, trying to get a job. We love, Ooh. we love. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what I've just been doing in September, kind of just like organising my life for the future, pretty much. Yeah, so how do you guys feel about like, obviously you're both not going to uni this year. Is it weird for you, like seeing everyone leave or not really? I, I, we were saying this earlier we I kind of feel like I don't I think not left behind but a bit left out because obviously everyone's getting really really drunk with their <laughs> new university friends and I'm kind of just like doing split shifts and everything but I did say that um the only the only thing that really ma- is making me want to go to uni at the moment is just because I want to decorate one of the dorm rooms <laughs> <laughs> I just think it would be so much fun and I've seen people's rooms and they're really nice and yeah but other than that I'm not yeah but I would say like, bothered. I'm shocked how nice people's rooms are like when I was looking on unis they were absolutely like like ho- I can't even say this one sorry but like <laughs> horrible, horrible. <laughs> like really run down and like I don't know if it's just the unis that I went to but like the even like some of the best unis had like the worst accommodation and now I'm seeing like all these people have like lovely on suites and like studio apartment rooms. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, what uni are you going to, huh? <laughs> Let me know. I want. I want to switch. Yeah, like just get a room, even if I'm not studying at the uni. Like it's a nice place to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I agree with. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> okay, yeah, I agree with Summer. Just in terms of like, because everyone's kind of experiencing new stuff. Whereas I feel like me and Summer, like like I said, like even the acting courses, even though that's new and exciting and like you can get stuff out of that because it's online. It's not the same atmosphere as being in a university where you're constantly like socializing and meeting new people. So I think it is hard in the sense that obviously we've kind of like grown up with all these people who are now going off and like making friends with so many people we don't actually know. And we're like kind of there like, oh, I want to meet new people too, but I can't. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like it is kind of the first, like, couple of weeks of uni. That seems to be, like, what it all is. But after that, it kind of, you kind of find your feet. You you get into the lessons a bit more and you, like, you kind of have a bit more of a stable friendship group. Because, like, 
in freshers week literally everyone is just running around like trying to speak to everyone like introducing themselves <laughs> like it's a bit <laughs> overwhelming to be honest so yeah I feel like it is just yeah. the excitement of everyone moving suddenly like into the same place what have you been doing at uni Hannah other than obviously like <laughs> get everything done <laughs> uh yeah so like I moved in on Monday so it'll be like a week when this episode goes up um just moving all my stuff in like the decorating has kind of been like a general like process not doing everything on the same day because like it's tiring like I have to walk up three flights of stairs to get to my room (laughs) (laughs) so yeah just like decorating I've got quite a bit of stuff from home so I feel like that makes it Mm. more homey because I'm not just buying loads of new stuff it's like stuff that's in my old room as well so yeah it kind of feels a bit more like my bedroom at home but yeah just balancing like living independently and meeting new people and you know just looking around my new area like where I'm living as well yeah getting to know getting to know the locals yeah I would say so (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's just like a new environment so one of the first things that I wanted to do was like go and see everywhere like make sure I know like where everything is and where I need to be and and Mm. now I feel now that I know that I feel a bit more comfortable here yeah especially since you're like a really like pretty far away as well yeah yeah it's not just like down the road you're like a couple of hours away (laughs) I know (laughs) it's it's really nice though like I really am happy with where I am so that's good I was worried like I was going to be like I've made the wrong choice but I couldn't think of any like any other uni that I would rather be at right now which is good (laughs) 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 so anything else you want to talk about in this little catch-up sesh oh yeah i'll tell you something that i've been doing during the past couple weeks um i watched this tom holland's got a new film film out on netflix called devil all the time Mm -hmm. it is so good it's all the one with sebastian stan as well yes uh yes and now i know what you're (laughs) um but honestly it's so good people are saying like they're annoyed that tom holland hasn't been like nominated for an oscar because he's oh dear (laughs) it's very dark but it's still really really good so highly recommend go watch nice um so i've just been designing my like new ios phone screen so you know how everyone's like like doing their own like personalized home screens i've been doing that and I'm really p- proud of it. It's taken me so long, but mm. it looks really, really good. I don't good, have that yet. So. I don't think, Jovan, you do either. No, I'm kind of scared it will ruin, like, the quality of my videos and stuff because I've heard people are complaining. And I also, like, can't be bothered to, like, design my background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I thought that, but then I have not got a social life. Doesn't so. it take you, like... But if you have, yeah. like, a different um, photo for the app, doesn't it take you to shortcuts and then to the app? Yeah, but it's not too bad, actually. It's pretty quick, and you get used to it. So, yeah. Yeah, So we picked up our favourite TV shows, our favourite movies. We've done, like, a top five of each. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to do mine in any particular order, I don't think. that's way too stressful. Yeah. Neither. I got stressed enough to try to pick top five. So I'm just going to go with the order that they are on my list. So I'm going to start with TV shows. Um, My... One of my favourite TV shows yeah. is going to be Gilmore Girls. Oh my gosh, you're so surprised by that. What a surprise. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I feel like I've talked about this like way too much on the podcast and everyone is like super Shut sick up. of it by now. <laughs> but like, I just absolutely love this show. And you guys know me, like I, I don't really watch TV shows and movies for like the dramatic like plot and like oh my gosh that was so thrilling or whatever I'm like that made me laugh that made me cry like I like it <laughs> if it's got a balance of those two things then I like it <laughs> um so yeah Gilmore Girls yeah. for anyone who hasn't watched it is basically just about um a young mother and her daughter Rory and Lorelai and it's just their journey from Rory growing up in high school to going to college and like they have like family drama and relationships and it's just it's kind of just like normal life to be honest um and it's just a portrayal of like how their relationship mm. grows and changes and stuff um and i've got it jaylan mm. got jaylan onto it as well so 
yeah yes, I highly rate it mm. <laughs> I don't think this is going to surprise anyone because I too have spoken about it on this podcast but my first tv show this isn't in, partic- in a particular order either <laughs> is Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. So, yeah 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 i don't really think i have to explain this because a lot of people really like it i know jayna doesn't like it but you know my mum doesn't either whatever um it's trey trey what the hell (laughs) we'll be having words tomorrow um so (laughs) it's basically about um a group of like detectives and it goes around like their lives it's a comedy so it's not like really deadly serious although they do talk about a lot of issues in the world at the moment which i really like as well but very light-hearted you go into like the characters lives as you do in most tv shows tv shows but yeah i just really like it and i can watch it over and over and over again which is what i like yeah, i was gonna say show. like that is the most important thing like if i can watch it again and not get bored then it's good <laughs> yeah hmm well Jenna, first one is the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> and um, what you guys were just saying about like watching it again and never getting bored, I kind of get really fed up with stuff really easily. Um, so I like the mm. fact that in the Vampire Diaries, there's constantly like new things coming in, new storylines, new plots, like new villains, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And in terms of like getting bored easily as well, is that in the Vampire Diaries there are so many different characters. And so many different like storylines that stem from each character. Like you've got the good guys, the bad guys, the in-between guys, the toxic guys. <laughs> Just lots of guys, really. Just lots of men. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I really like the Vampire Diaries because there are like so many different themes within it, like love, friendship, like grief, um, scary, scary. So much grief. So <laughs> many people die in that show. Um we love so but many. yeah i like that it's got even though it's not supposed to be funny it's got like that humorous aspect and they're like connect there are characters that you really connect to and then you don't know it's really mm-hmm. unpredictable like you don't know who's gonna die and anyone can die um so yeah there are loads of different themes loads of different characters you love the bad guys trust me you will love the bad guys you love the good guys there are just so many different characters and the fact there are like two other spin-offs from the vampire diaries like it's just a constant like journey of just seeing where the characters end up and I just love it. So it's not like Twilight as well. Mm. I know like the whole stereotype that it's just Twilight as a series. It's really not. So I recommend. Mm. Mm. So I'll go on my next TV show. So uh, my next one is going to be Friends. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. I feel like everyone already knows this by now, but Again, Friends is just like an easy watch. You can literally go onto any episode and just watch it and you don't have to understand who is with who or what's going on in the series. You could just watch it and enjoy it. Um, so yeah, yeah I feel true. like it's just easy to watch and like, again, I could watch it over and over again. It's got different elements. It's got like friendship drama and like relationships and like jobs and stuff like it's just again like quite similar to Gilmore Girls but Gilmore Girls is a bit more less comedy like that <laughs> so yeah that's my next pick yeah Summer yeah so my next TV show is I don't it's like a sports panel comedy type thing so it's a league of their own hosted by James Corden and then you have like the same panel guests on a few of the same ones on so usually it's freddie flintoff jamie redknapp and jack whitehall but jack whitehall has left it now so it's that romash Mm. romash ranganathan um who 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 i really like i know (laughs) hannah doesn't particularly like him but i think he's really funny on it um and they basically have like sports stars so they had they used to have like jess ennis on it mo farah who you know his signature like heart pose at Mm. the end of a race you know when he like finishes finishes running that oh, actually right. came from the show <laughs> fun fact um so they were like you need to do something at like when you win and everything so they came up with that and that's like his obviously signet signature pose um but it's really really funny james corden the most recent series james corden is stuck in america because they filmed it during lockdown and it's all social distance um but it's it's so funny i've been watching it since i was like really young and everything like me and my dad used to watch it and i just think it's great it's one of my all-time faves mm, so that's why it's on my top five Jayna. um 
next one, I think, yeah, my next one is Friends as well. Oh. Um, so I chose Friends just because, like, what Hannah was saying, it's just something you can click on any episode, you'll, like, completely immerse yourself in it, and I feel like as sad as it sounds, it feels like they are your friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just any episode will just make you smile, like, even the dramatic ones, like, if you guys know Ross and Rachel when they go on a break, like, even stuff like that, like, it just makes you laugh, and it just makes you smile, and it just makes you excited for, like, your future and that kind of like friendship group and I don't know every episode makes me happy so it's definitely one of my faves one that you can re-watch and literally click on any episode and you'll know what's happening and you can just laugh cry whatever it may be <laughs> yeah the fact that it's so like popular like, yeah it's 20 years later as well mm. just shows that you can watch it yeah. over and over and over again okay so my next pick is gonna be gossip girl oh my gosh <laughs> he's so are... predictable i know literally <laughs> i'm the most predictable person it literally is. <laughs> um gossip girl's a, a tiny bit different to the to the ones i've already spoken about because it's a bit more dramatic but a i like everything that's set in new york city and like you know like the glamorous life because <laughs> it's like escapism you know like <laughs> I'm sat here. I'm like, yeah. yeah like, I wish I was that rich. Share bathroom accommodation, like, and watching, like, them in their like Park Avenue <laughs> apartments. You know, it's like escapism. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, I feel like I, again, I watched this when I was really, like, not really young, but when I was younger. So it kind of has that attachment to my younger self, and it was a favorite of mine back then. And I can still rewatch it and not get bored now. So that's my third one. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. I tried watching Gossip Girl, and I I watched like three seasons of it. All right, then I just watched it. Anyway, uh, my next TV show is New Girl. So I posted this as one of my weekly favorites, and I started watching it. I don't know how. I think it took me maybe two or three weeks to finish watching the entire series and there's seven seasons um but it's just so good so it basically follows jess who broke up with her boyfriend and had to move out of their home and she finds this place on the internet and she thinks she's moving in with three girls but it's actually three boys um and it's so funny. My favourite character is probably Schmidt or Nick because they're just so chaotic, like, together. They're just brilliant. Um, and it basically follows them, like, navigating their life while living in um, their apartment. So, yeah, I'd give it a watch. I think yeah, Jaylan started watching it as well, haven't you? He's so chaotic. He's, like, he's such so a messy. tragic person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so great. Oh. But, yeah, it's really good. Also... Dern O'Brien <laughs> is in one of the episodes and he looks good. Oh, I love Dern O'Brien. Um, my next fave is Modern Family. So I guess it's like on the same wavelength, like comedy series, very lighthearted, but Modern Family has just been like a complete escapism from me. If you want something that's going to be like witty, like dry, like every single character makes me laugh. Like every single character I find hilarious. And I don't know, it's like just really significant to me because it was like at a time where I just was kind of like shutting down. <laughs> and I just wanted something to like put on, like something that was just going to like make me laugh, something that was just going to like cheer me up. So I love Modern Family. I just, there's not really much to say apart from that. It's just really funny. And I guess it's kind of like friends in that sense that it feels like you're escaping into the family and every episode just makes me laugh. And all the characters are like so funny and have their own like little quirks and stuff. And like some of it's improvised which makes it, like, even the more, like, funny and stuff like that. So knowing they're a family in real life, like, the cast as well really, like, contributes, and you can tell on screen. So, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so my fourth pick is going to be one that was, I think it was probably, like, in the first podcast episode we did. It was one of my favourites because I just started it back then. Um, but it's Sex and the City. Um and this is like a bit like Gossip Girl, it's set in New York, um, but it's also got like a nice comedy element that Gossip Girl doesn't have. Um, it's about four girls, well, not like, no, not girls, like women. <laughs> four women living in New York. Um, and they're just like, 
they just go through again like really not relatable stuff but like everyday issues and even though this was i think filmed in like the late 90s early 2000s it was quite ahead of its time for things that it spoke about openly like women's sexuality was kind of like taboo and not really spoken about much um and they they really yeah. like just go all in <laughs> to be honest like it's just really you know open and honest and like it's it's like Gilmore Girls they have ships that I'm like I want you to end up together <laughs> and ones that I'm like definitely not <laughs> um but it's one it's quite similar to one of my favorite films as well which is on this list which I'm not gonna say but you probably know what it is so we'll get to that in a minute but <laughs> it gives me the same vibes and again any tv show that just has a group of friends i feel like i love so my next tv show is something i've been watching for i think i don't know how long i think i started watching it in 2016 so only like four years this has been that long but it's but... team wolf um excuse me how i heard you i heard you <laughs> <laughs> So I started watching Team Wolf because I think I saw Dylan O'Brien in the internship and I was like, that man right there, <laughs> that is it. Um, so I started watching it and I love this show so much. I always have, just, the entire cast is just so nice. Like I used to be obsessed with it. Little like fun fact, Dylan O'Brien, Dylan O'Brien answered one of my questions <laughs> and it's still the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um but it basically follows this boy who gets bitten by a werewolf and obviously turns into a werewolf and he's only a teenager so that explains the name um and it's basically him trying to like navigate all these other like supernatural beings that he meets and just him trying to survive pretty much and then he has his witty friend Dylan O'Brien who is called Styles and then yeah it's just he's kind of like his sidekick <laughs> but it's brilliant i just i love that show and i know I know Jane and Hannah don't <laughs> particularly like it, but oh, well. I'll never get over that. It's the originals, which is a spin-off from the Vampire. <laughs> That's so original. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stupid um, joke. So I really like the originals because, like I said, with the Vampire Diaries, you meet so many different characters, and they all kind of go off their own paths. Well, in Vampire Diaries, like season three, there's this family of like vampires, the original vampires that come in, and then they leave because then there's a spin-off called the originals and the originals are kind of like the bad guys like they're the strongest vampires whatever you know they're it <laughs> so in the originals you kind of get to see like a different side to them and you it's basically just about the bad characters which i like to see um like i said i always like to see like the bad guys and you know find the humanity in them because i probably have some sort of psychological issue <laughs> but um <laughs> toxic men we gotta love them so i love watching the originals because it's like really different from the vampire diaries it's a lot darker and like a lot more twisted because like i said it's kind of like about the bad the bad boy family you know how it be <laughs> so um yeah and there are only like five seasons as well so it's not like it drags on for too long like it finishes when it's supposed to finish i feel like a lot of series just kind of drag it out and try to like milk plot lines and stuff and i feel like towards the end vampire diaries yeah. kind of feel like that so with the originals, I feel like it gets to the point each season. Like there's always plot twists and the exciting happening. And I mean, it's about a family of vampires. Like what more could you want? So that's it. <laughs> um, okay, so my last... I've, I've had to tie between my last one, okay? I'm going to say both just because I couldn't choose. Cheetah! I know. But they're literally... <laughs> they're quite similar in terms of the fact that all of my other TV shows have been American shows. And these last two are like... I think they're like British classics. So it's Gavin and Stacey. Yes! <laughs> oh, shit. I've lost that on my list. <laughs> well, I've done it all for you guys. Don't worry. Um, yeah. Gavin and Stacey and then also <laughs> The Inbetweeners. Um, so two oh. very funny shows. Gavin and Stacey, I feel like it's just, you know, you can watch it and it's just going to make you laugh. Like The characters are just so funny in their individual ways. And also for me, it's like a bit of a personal favourite because I grew up near Billericay and also near Barry Island. So like, I know the stereotypes and I know the type of people there and they're just so accurate. Like the way they show them, it's just amazing. Oh. <laughs> oh. <God>. oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then the in-between is, is just funny. Oh. 
Like it's just high school. No. Oh, high school iconic. sense of humor, like absolutely the worst kind of humor, but so funny. And I just had to put those two on there because I do watch them all the time, to be honest. So yeah, those are my last two. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so my last one, I don't think many people will think that this is a TV show that I watch because I'm always going on about, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl and The Office, Parks and Rec. Um, It's Anne with an E. Thank you. You've seen the series, right? Yeah. Um, So this follows an orphaned girl who gets adopted by these siblings who are quite elderly um, but they were meant to have a boy, and it's set in like the eighteen hundreds, yeah, I think, yeah. like the late eighteen hundreds. Um, and her name's Anne, and it's basically like her living with this new family, even though that they wanted a boy to help out with their farm, but obviously they couldn't send her back. Um, but it's just so good, and Gilbert Blythe, oh, what a heartthrob! They are end game. <laughs> I won't spoil anything for Didn't anyone, they cancel that so show good. Then? Like, I love They're it not so having much. another season. Yes, they've Yeah, there's 3 seasons of it and it's so, I'm so angry because they literally spoke about things like I think so like the native americans like when all like the colonizers came in they speak about that and like ha- what it is actually like it's, they don't really mm. glamorize it which I think's really important but obviously Netflix cancelled it, so and still Riverdale's on, mate. <laughs> yeah, still Riverdale. Riverdale's going, getting like seven seasons, and then Anne with an E only gets three. Mm. Not right. It's not fair. My Jen. final one is you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> me. You scream then. <laughs> um, I feel like my theme is like the same, which is like good <laughs> men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's Ken Badgley like come on he's hot yeah he's just had a okay, baby as well I don't know he like yeah. just hits different in you versus Gossip Girl True. I just like I don't know if they're the same person like what uh. anyway no um I really like the series You. I know it's like quite twisted and stuff. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but I think like pretty much in the season one and season two trailer, you can pretty much tell he's a stalker and he's a bad boy. And I just find it really. Everyone likes a bad boy. Though. No, is everyone likes a bad boy? Yeah, not terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't like carry on. I really like like psychologically like driven stuff. And I feel like with the Vampire Diaries, like, even though it's twisted and stuff, you know, like, they're vampires, like, they're kind of, like, monsters. But this, I feel like, is much more realistic because um, people mm. are actually out there that are like this. Yeah. And I think, like, the psychological aspect is so interesting. Like, why is he the way he is? Why does he have this urge to kill? And, like, something, like, in season two, you see, like, a different side to him. And you, like, have a weird moment mm. where you, like, kind of feel sorry for him. But you're like, why do I feel sorry for him? And I just think the psychological aspect and, like, what this character is doing to, like, women across the world. <laughs> it's just, like, really interesting. Like, I just really like the psych- like psychology behind it. And you kind of see more of that in season two. Like, you get, like, a slight insight into his childhood. Mm. And I just think that sort of stuff is so fascinating. It feels like I'm watching a documentary, if that's, like, even makes sense. I know that sounds weird, but... Yeah, yeah, so um, you is my final fave. It's only got two seasons. More is coming. Don't you worry. So I definitely recommend you. Yeah, yeah. Books are I really good books, as well. And that's rare for me. Like I don't really like books and series. I either like one or the other. Mm-hmm. Mm. Should we move on to movies then? Yeah. Yeah. This one was yeah. really hard. For I feel me. like there's there's only so many series that I can watch again. Like movies, there's just so many more. Because they take last time. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. so first one, I feel like no one's gonna be surprised by this. It's someone great. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it is though, like it's such a good film. To summarize for you guys, it's about um if you've ever seen Jane the Virgin, it's um Gina Rodriguez, is that her name? It she is like the protagonist in this film and at the beginning of the film, she goes through a breakup and throughout the film, you kind of see like flashbacks of her relationship with the guy that they've just broken up with. Um, and like 
throughout the film she's trying to go, trying to get over it and do new experiences and it's more about her friends helping her out of the situation rather than like us you know what I mean like dealing with the breakup it's more about like the friendship yeah. and you know the friendship group that she has rather yeah. than the actual like I mean obviously it's a yeah. big part of it but I feel like you just have to watch it and then you'll understand what I mean but it's just so sad <laughs> I don't know why I like it so much. It literally makes me cry every time. It reminds me of Sex and the City because it's in New York and it's a group of girls and they're just trying to have a good time whilst dealing with heartbreak, you know? So, yeah. Someone great. If you haven't watched it by now, what are you doing? Go and watch it, you stupid human being. Excuse yeah, exactly. me, I haven't watched it. Yeah, to be fair, Summer, you need to be honest. I feel like that was a bit Not aimed. Any, only the real ones know. <laughs> So says you yeah okay. someone great yeah My... <laughs> anyway my first film shocker what? is Avengers I wasn't excited yeah I I have loved this film I can't even remember like not watching it <laughs> well actually I can because I used to think it was like Star Wars because I didn't like it because I've never watched Star Wars um and when I was younger, I was like, I'm not watching that rubbish. Um, and then I, came, I walked into my dad watching it. And then I started watching it. And then I started watching it over and over again. And then I started watching all the other films. And then I fell in love with Marvel. Um, but this is, oh, it's just, it's, I love this film so much. It's like the OG. Um, and it's just, it's not really lighthearted, but it's kind of when... I don't know how to explain it. It's lighthearted because you can watch over and over again. Nothing really bad happens like in Endgame or Infinity War. And yeah, I feel like it's kind of like introduces all the characters that don't have their solo mm. films. So yeah. Um, my one was also someone great. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> I literally knew this would happen. <laughs> but um, so both of you had a friend. <laughs> both of you are someone um, great. Yeah, so mine is someone great. Like, just to wrap it up real quick, Hannah pretty much already covered it. Um, Someone great I find, like, really interesting because it's a different perspective on, like, a love story. Usually with love stories, it's, like, you know, the main characters are, like, going to end up together and everything's going to be great in the world. And I just think <laughs> this is a really, like, interesting twist that it's literally all based on one day. And it's just, oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. E- <laughs> sorry i forgot that it was on one day <laughs> and it's like just so fascinating because it's so real like they like they break up at the start of the film and you just see like the journey of like how much you can go through in one day like how much your relationship can impact you and i feel like it's really realistic in terms of like how she copes and also the fact that it's like it's really interesting that it's called someone great because you know, it doesn't really specify like who the someone great really is like it could be about her and her like growing her career and her on her own journey or it could be about the guy or it could be about her friends and I just look at it like that because there are so many different aspects in the film beyond boy meets girl they break up and get back together mm. so that's why I like someone great I just mm. think it's much more realistic as much as it hurts <laughs> It's very realistic, and I think that's really important to share like different sides to a love story rather than giving people false hope. True. <laughs> I just oh, I love that film. Like it's so good. <laughs> anyway, um, my next one. Well, again, I've had a tie. Okay, I couldn't choose them because they're both series rather than just one movie. So it's like a tr- like not a trilogy. What do you call it when it's like multiple movies, like a franchise kind of. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Let me guess. Yeah. So Star Wars. <laughs> so Star Wars. <laughs> so it's also Harry Potter and Star Wars. I knew I knew it was going to be Harry so, Potter. Harry Potter, uh, if I had to choose one film, it would be The Philosopher's Stone because that film just gets me autumnal vibes. It's like such good, such good vibes. Nothing really bad happens in it. And I honestly prefer that mm. film to like Deathly Hallows just because I prefer the actual like Hogwarts like magic element rather than like Harry versus Voldemort yes. fight to the death like calm down yeah. <laughs> you get more of yeah in that one you get more of like the, like yeah, you said the magic I love it and it's like great to watch in September honestly come 
Yeah, yeah but I like all of them. Film. So all the Harry Potter films, and then also all the Star Wars films. I'm not going to tell you what Star Wars is about because if you don't know by now, then you've probably been living under a rock. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. So Harry Potter and Star Wars. <laughs> Hang on, does that mean I could say the entire I mean, Marvel you could franchise? If you wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, all Marvel films. But I I can't pick just one because you can't have like one without the other, in my opinion, for Star Wars and Harry Potter. Um, Yeah, yeah. Harry Potter and Star Wars is my next pick. (laughs) Nice. So my next film is Hidden Figures and it's about the African-American women behind the space landing in the 60s. And it's so good. It's literally incredible. It's heartbreaking. Oh, you follow the these three African American women, all who have different skills but work at NASA and are, com- are completely taken advantage of. You see the racism that they are they're up against, um, and they're just they're so smart, like the women, um, and I just love it. Like the end, uh, there's one scene in it where one of them literally breaks down in front of all these like white men because she's being treated so badly and it's so heartbreaking but mm. so good. Yeah. My yeah. next one is called About Time. And it's <gasps> based No way. <laughs> what? Sorry. I didn't even know you'd see this film. This is on my list as well. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I can't believe. Oh. <laughs> um. So yeah. So I basically about time is pretty much about when this like the main character turns twenty one. His father tells him that all the men in their family can travel through time. So like, even though he can't change history and stuff, he like tries to improve his life by like getting this girl. And it's basically he keeps going back in time, like changing the scenario, or like he messes up. He has to keep going back to try and like basically make this girl fall in love with him like finally winning her heart over and like trying to have the life that he always wanted with her and um there's like it's like really i don't want to spoil anything but basically (laughs) there's like this really sad scene and i just think the whole film's really powerful because even though he has the ability to change time it kind of shows that you can't change everything in life so mm-hmm. even if you have the opportunity to go back in time and change one simple thing, you can't change the natural, like, life and death thing that life gives you. Um, like, you need to appreciate the time that you live in and you need to appreciate moments because in real life, we don't get to time travel. Like, you've got to appreciate everything you've got, everything, every moment you have, whether it's good or bad, whether you wish you could go back in time and change it. I just think it's really powerful in that sense that even this person who had the ability to change time, he couldn't control everything in life. And I feel like you can kind of incorporate that into your own life in terms of just like not having any regrets and just being more appreciative of life and what life gives you and not all the time and just kind of looking forward to the future rather than constantly going back into the past. Mm. That got really deep. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my next one is about time. So... Basically, just what Jaylan said. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that. I feel like, were we talking about um, this the other day, Jaylan? Because like, I feel like we were. No, I said, "Have you watched me before you?" Oh yeah, and then I said, "Have you seen About Time?" And, and then you like... said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, just basically that. everything just Jaylan just said, but I also really like it because at the start you kind of feel like you're gonna get like. Richard Curtis vibes from it, you know, like Love Actually, Four Weddings and a Funeral, like Notting Hill, all of those vibes. And then it kind of gets really sad really quickly. And (laughs) it's unexpected. And I was like crying every time I watch it. Like, man, if you want to cry, watch Someone Great and then watch About Time and you'll be set, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's all I've got to say on that one. But yeah. That's my next pick. <laughs> so my third favourite is uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I, I, I know it's a bit of a weird pick, but I love that film. Like, oh, it's, it, Does anyone else have My brother is obsessed. He's like the best thing that ever came out. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of a common thing for like, teenage boys to like it and be like looking up to him as like, the main character. Yeah, that that's that's just they because they want to be played like Margot Robbie. Like, sex with loads of women. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, so my favourite is Wall Street. So my Jenna. favourite is The Great Gatsby. Cue the shock. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to recruit them. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> that was Hannah who did that. Hang on, so do it again. My I'll react. favourite is The Great Gatsby. <laughs> oh, I love that film. That's such a good film. I love so, that film. I think The Great Gatsby, like, the <laughs> film itself has a much more, like, special place in my heart because I studied it for A-level. And I feel like studying it as a mm. book is so different when you watch the film afterwards because you kind of see, like, all the themes and all, like, mm. I don't know, just, like, the green light and the significance of it and just the symbols and everything like that, I think. And the motifs. Oh, my God! Um, <laughs> So I think everything just feels different. So I recommend like reading the book more, like especially if you're like a lit student, like just rereading it and kind of like analyzing it. And then when you actually watch The Great Gatsby, like you feel like you know the characters so much better. And I just find like the 1920s just hit different. (laughs) (laughs) And I just find it so like interesting, just like the themes and like the adultery and just how twisted it is and the partying and like just like not, I feel like, the Great Gatsby just summarizes the 1920s as a whole so well, and just like the disillusionment and like oh, I can just keep naming themes all day. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on now, but yeah, I love The Great Gatsby so much. If you want something that's really like exciting and kind of like twisted, and especially like in terms of like cinematic stuff, like it's just really interesting to watch, and it's really clever like how they portray the chaos through like camera work and stuff like that. So I can't wait to stop now. But yeah, I really media. <laughs> <laughs> um my next favorite my, well, my two next favorites i'm not gonna say them both now but my two next favorites i'm just warning you are very very cringy um and i'm not ashamed no kissing booth i'm not ashamed no let me see the boys no. are <laughs> sorry i tried no, to guess they i tried are very to guess cringy, so I got it wrong. but i don't care so the first one is mamma mia mamma mia i love that film i literally I watched it when mia. i was like eight or nine or ten I think and ever since then I've just absolutely loved it I love the music love the storyline I absolutely freaked out when they made a second one and I can watch that film over and over again and not get bored of it just because it's just good vibes all around you know yeah do you prefer the first, first or one second one just because Meryl Streep ah, yeah. I see no I prefer the second I feel one. like the songs are a bit yeah. better in the first one and then yeah Really? I think the song's no. better in the second I feel like one. I, I do really like the second one, but it just wasn't the same for me. Like, it wasn't the same vibe. But yeah. yeah. That's my next pick. Mm. Summer? Yeah. So, my fourth film is Birds of Prey. Another film with Margot Robbie in. Um, I, I watched this film with my dad. And at the like when I was first started watching it because it's got all the cartoon stuff at the beginning, he was he just kept looking over at me and I was thinking, oh my god, he's gonna absolutely <laughs> hate this film, just because he he doesn't like that type of stuff. But when it actually gets into it, the fight scenes are so cool. And then you know how every film has like a massive mm-hmm. fight scene at the end. The, the that scene at the end is so smart, like it fits Margot Robbie's like her character's entire like I don't even like entire like I don't <laughs> genre? I don't know. Mm. Like feel. So and it's just oh it's such a badass film as well. Like you've got like all the female like characters that are just such badasses and makes you feel so empowered. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so my next is a Christmas film. What? Um <laughs> I'm just, like, such in the Christmas spirit. Like, I don't even care about Halloween. No offence. <laughs> um, so, I wrote down Family Man just because... <sighs> so, Family Man is pretty much about this man who was, like, with this woman for years and years and years. Like, you know, a teenage love story. Like, they were meant to be. And he got, like, this job promotion and he had to move into the city. And, you know, they were supposed to keep visiting each other and they were supposed to stay in touch. But he basically just left her behind, stopped answering her phone calls and whatever, because he was a businessman now. And he was, like, sleeping around, whatever. <laughs> and then, I feel like I'm giving away the whole plot, but... This is, it That's something we all have in all the films, though. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And then, basically, 
one day he like meets this really like dodgy guy in the shop and the shop basically says that when he wakes up like his whole life's gonna change and then he wakes up and he wakes up with this like teenage i'm messing this up so bad (laughs) he wakes up with his like um high school sweetheart in bed with the kids and stuff like that he's basically put into a life that could have happened if he hadn't have taken that business job and if he hadn't have lived in the city and if he wasn't just like sleeping with hookers or whatever just sleeping around this is what his life could have been like if he stayed in touch with her they could have had this house and these kids and stuff and I just find it it's just like a really wholesome film because obviously at the start he's like I want my Porsche back Oh my lord! <laughs> like I want to go back to the city. Like I don't want to be here anymore. But then he realized he like finds old movies of them getting married and like the birth of their children, and he realizes like the life that he could have had. And I just think it's really heartfelt because, um, I don't know. Well, obviously, like Christmas is all about family and stuff, but it's just the idea that he thought he got everything he wanted because he had the riches, he had the like the plaque on his desk or whatever but when it actually came down to he didn't have family and he didn't have what they could have had if he just stayed with his high school sweetheart and all the simple stuff like the tiny house versus his like rich like massive flat in the middle of the city and it's just Mm. like preferring all like the Mm. simplicities of life and like waking up to the screaming baby every morning versus waking up whenever he wanted in his flat and it's like all the stuff you think you like dread about life is actually all the stuff that you'll end up appreciating when you don't have it anymore oh i've never seen that oh, i got deep you, you guys should watch it yeah i'm gonna have <laughs> to watch that reminds me of um it's a wonderful life the other christmas film you know like the old one yeah where they're like he like wants to kill himself but then they go back and they show him like how everything would be affected if he actually did kill himself and it's like christmas <laughs> <laughs> Like Christmas. I've been feel. I've been feeling so Christmas. It's so bad. It's literally lately. September. We're talking about it about work. I know. I can't wait till Boxing Day. Boxing though. Day. I love yeah. Boxing Day. I honestly, Boxing Day. You have all the food left over from Christmas Day. You usually don't have people over, so you're literally lounging around in your like Christmas jumper, fluffy socks. You have the fire on. You're playing with all the stuff that you got for Christmas. You're just chilling and eating. No, Love it. I can't say I, I would prefer Boxing Day. Christmas Day is better. Oh, I think. I like the presents, but then you have to like dress up because you have family around and then. Do you not like your family? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I love. I don't get me wrong. I love my family, but you know, oh, social yeah. battery runs <laughs> out pretty fast. Um. Right. Anyway, so my last pick is Clueless. I had to put one chick flick in here because I literally grew up on them. Um, so, and I don't really prefer any other chick flick over Clueless. Um, I'm not a huge Mean Girls fan, to be honest. But yeah, Clueless just has all of the good things. It has drama. It has the high school relationship. It has like everything, basically. And I just love it. And I could watch it every day and still not get tired of the storyline. I just love the fashion as well. Like... The, the outfits that Cher wears is just on point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul Rudd yeah. as well. Oh. So, yeah. That's my <laughs> last pick. <laughs> okay. My final film is 1917. Um, I watched this in the cinema with my dad and my mum. And it is so it. good. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah. You've watched it? Yeah. It's, it's sick, sick, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, Thanks. I like it. Yeah. Um, it was it was filmed like a lot of the scenes are like fifteen to twenty minutes long and they're all filmed in one shot. So it's not got any like cuts in it. It feel it's all happens in like one day and it's it's like twenty I think it's like a whole day, but in like two and a half hours, obviously. Um but it's so good and it's so sad. The shots that are in there as are incredible as well. The acting, just everything about it is brilliant. It's based in 1917 um in the war and it's these two like soldiers have to get this message to this other camp that's really far away um and they have to go through like german german lines and try and get through and oh it's brilliant Get on. <laughs> um so mine is oh this is such a hard decision because i was like 
I forgot about High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. You know, I was, actually, I was actually thinking of putting a Disney film in, like Teen Beach yeah. Movie or something. Well, I thought I'd be judged. I actually originally put down Grease, so I was like, I'm going to stick with Grease, all right? So, um, I really, really <laughs> like Grease so much. I love the music. I love the plot. Um, even though, like, apparently it's, like, anti-feminist now, but whatever. So, um, yeah, I just really like <laughs> Grease. And I guess, like, High School Musical and that, they kind of, like, tie together just with the whole, like, musical idea. Like, the songs that come out of it. And it just makes you so happy. It just makes you want to sing along. And, like, even though they are cringe, I don't know. There's just something about it that just, like, fills my childhood heart. And... In Greece, oh, yeah. like you know, the bad boys with like the leather jackets and then the pink ladies, and like just I just mm. love the whole like high school atmosphere. And I think that's why when I put down Greece, I was like, oh my god, yeah, high school musical with like the whole high school and like the cringe romance and like the cringe songs that you just can't let go of because they just hit harder than any songs nowadays. So yeah, I just yeah. I think I just put like well, I'm just gonna put them down as like the same one, but there's just something about them that just you know those films that just remind you of your childhood and just like make you happy mm. I, wa- I wanted one of those like mm. kind of films in there so that's why I put down like Grease and High School Musical yeah. I think that's one of the movie t- TV show recommendations we have it was a bit of a long one today not gonna lie but we needed it you know <laughs> episodes getting yeah, short <laughs> we need a bit of a rant <laughs> um, well thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode if you um, want to check out any of these movies or TV shows, they have the Little Women's stamp of approval. <laughs> so, you know, they're good. Sorry if we spoiled too much as well. Like, I feel like we're giving recommendations and then people are like, well, yeah. you just told us what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially Grease. You literally say what he's like. Yeah, the last I scene. Like everyone's seen Grease. You've got, you've got to know what happens in that film. Like, come on. That's such a good um, film. <laughs> Iconic. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow our podcast Instagram at the Little Women Podcast for more updates, guest announcements, interactiveness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much again. Bye. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.